0: Hello, skateboarders! Welcome to TSM Live Show, episode 11. I'm your host, Tommy Zam. Yeah. This episode, we're at Surfside Deli in sunny San Diego. We have industry talk with Tyrone Olson, owner of Scar Skateboards, in a nonprofit interview with John Shell, founder of Upward Intuition. This episode's future skater is DJ Martin, and interview with legendary Steve Cavallaro and music by Callie Koshas. You guys ready to get this show started? In the news and events, Black Label just turned Patrick Ryan Pro. If you guys haven't checked it out, check out his graphics. And Skate Shops, make sure you pick up Black Label just to get Patrick Ryan's new boards. Well, Shane O'Neill left Primitive, so I wonder what they're doing. What they did is they actually went out and got Thiago Limos, and now he rides for a primitive skates. Let's check out his clip real quick.
1: So we're at Macra right now. We're about to show Thiago his pro board. He has no idea this is gonna happen. Welcome to the team, Vagabundo.
2: Nossa, this <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank (laughs) you.
0: Chico Brenes has left chocolate, that's the sad news, but I wish him the best of luck in whatever he's doing in the skateboard world. Bones has sent us an edit of Andrea Benitez of her shredding the streets of LA. Let's check this out real quick.
4: Wax was
5: bold in this video. It's just to make it look nicer, not slide easier. <laughs>
3: Thank you.
0: Enjoy this turn to Enzo, flow to Pro. Congratulations to the Pro ranks. Let's check out this clip real quick. Proper footwear, just welcome Caswell Berry to the team. Well deserved, Caswell. You definitely kill it. Let's check out this clip real quick.
5: Uh, I wasn't arguing over the camera because, like I said, I was just trying to look at the color.
2: I wish.
0: Steve Trucks just dropped our good homie Will G's video part. If you want to know more about Will G, check out check him out on TSM Live Show Episode Nine on the E360 TV. Let's check out um, Will G's video part right now.
2: Strings of drugs and clock dollars You can fuck with rap bitches Now I fuck with bad bitches since middle schoolin' Dog, you never had bitch Dog, I came for rag the rich Now I got your bitch permission Squirt it on her lips And when you're home, you go, kiss her uh, yeah. I should take the nigga head off Like a hot mascot Tell me why you breast my like A burning bag of bad cocks Blowing out some apricot, Crib like Camelot Thinking of the days when I was counting up my sack what a lot of hot shit Make
0: well deserved david rays just turned pro for dog so stoked for you man you well deserve this we'll check out his pro clip real quick Dasuki Ikeda has just won Tampa Am 2018. Well deserved, dude. You definitely killed it, man. That, I mean, I saw your last trick that you did while everybody else was celebrating and they're doing the count, man. You killed it, dude. We'll see you in Tampa Pro. In events, Ribble just had their Curb King that went down to ETN. And winner was Ace Pelka. That dude killed it. He beat Jamie Foy, he Jim beat Jimmy K.O. Oh, definitely 100% killed it. Let's check out Tyler Stewart's re-edit.
2: Thank you, Red Bull.
0: Corey Pudwell and Daywon Song just launched their party for Thank You Skateboarding. It was a great event. It was held in LBC. Stoked for those guys. Let's check out Baby Cakes recap edit. We have non-profit interview with John Shell, founder of Upward Intuition. Let's welcome John Shell, founder of Upward Intuition. How hey, you doing, buddy? Man, I'm awesome. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. So you flew out here? How was the trip?
6: Yeah, trip was good. Um, weather has been perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was actually uh, like freezing the day I left. So. Uh,
0: Pensacola, Florida gets cold, dude. Yeah, okay. yeah.
6: <laughs> Yeah, so, people, people think Florida—it's all sunshine and, and
0: hot and yeah, tropical yeah, weather and all that it's crazy stuff. Cold, yeah. Well, so let's talk a little bit about you, man. Like, what you know—you're from Pensacola, Florida. What was the skateboarding like in Pensacola when you were growing it's, up? Uh,
6: growing up, uh, we we always had a, a big skate scene, and uh, there were guys that skated really well. There were a lot of guys that kind of came up skating in Pensacola that ended up in California to yeah. kind of chase chase the dream. Um, when I was coming up, when I was, when I was their age, uh, fifth grade or so, we had, we had a good skate park, uh, skated there a lot, got really heavy into it and, and, uh, it closed.
0: What park was that?
6: Uh, Deep South.
0: Oh yeah, I remember Deep South, yeah.
6: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so no skate parks. And, um, so the last close to four years, uh, we've been working on getting a, a public skate park in uh in, in Pensacola yeah uh, yeah for the you know for the kids <laughs> like, like we were like I mean you you uh you grew yeah. up there yeah too right yeah so. I grew up in
0: Pensacola Florida I mean it was I mean it was it was a great it was a great scene you know it was a lot of good skateboarding and a lot of, like you said, a lot of good pro skaters came out of there and stuff like that. So yeah, it definitely was. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and we're all out here now. <laughs> yeah, and, and partially because there wasn't anywhere to skate. No, no, there wasn't. You know, I mean, I mean, you remember? I mean, we always got harassed by cops skating the streets. And, yeah. You know, and like, you know, no, all public park like park that I skated was Murrow Grove, and that just got shut down, and. You know, and then the YMCA had a vert ramp and I got shut down too, so I mean. And you
6: and a lot of people aren't into vert skating. No,
0: no, no, no. So. Back in the days, 90s, there was a lot of it.
6: Yeah. And stuff like
0: that. So, and you, and what got, and like, what got you into skateboarding? I mean, I know you do surfing and. and uh, I mean, that,
6: I started skating before, but I feel like um uh, my same kind of story with most everyone else that's been here today. Like, yeah. uh, I just kind of had a friend that, um, that skated and I got yeah. on a board and didn't really take long before I kind of found out that was like my, my thing, you know, yeah. what I, what I wanted to do and realized that, you know, I'd kind of always be a, you know, be a skater. So. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, did you used to skate the, um, the Bayview tennis courts back in it? Still do. Still yeah, do. I love those tennis courts, man. Not, uh,
6: <laughs> not tennis players out there, which yeah, kind of rare, but if you, I think they leave the lights on until, Till ten o'clock, so. I'll, I'll
0: tell you this: I, uh, I, I he'll the block three back in the day.
6: Really? Yeah.
0: You it's know how uh, you know how small that thing was, dude. The runway is it's like. Uh,
6: yeah, it's not, it's not that, it's yeah. not small, but it is a small, <laughs> small run-up. So that's uh heel flip down Back, that in, thing back is, in the
0: day, dude. That's uh, I,
6: that's pretty impressive. I think
0: PJ Doucette has footage of that somewhere floating around somewhere out there. You should, uh
6: <laughs> you should find it for the for the show and throw it in right here, like
0: right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your um your profit. Tell yeah. us a little about it.
6: Yeah, um, it's called Upward Intuition. We got started in 2015, right around the same time that we started working on the skate park. Okay, And it really kind of got started out of necessity. Um, We started raising funds for the skate park. We kind of conceptualized the idea. And um, and then once we decided, you know, we really want to do this we planned this fundraiser and mm-hmm. uh, we were going to do, you know, we had a, a silent art auction and yeah, yeah. live music and a little, a little movie that we were going to premiere. And uh, little did I know that you had to have a, a <laughs> 501c3 nonprofit if you want to raise money. Oh, so really? we had planned yeah. this event and mm-hmm. um, didn't have our 501c3. <laughs> so
3: uh
6: so it really kind of formed out of necessity. Yeah. And then, um, so that was spring of 2015. Shortly thereafter, uh, I started teaching skate camp at the local shop, okay. Waterboys. And that's where I met these guys. That's where you met
0: these guys? Owen and Foster. Oh, introduce these guys, who's these guys?
6: Yeah, Owen Odello and Foster Odello. And they've uh, they've been working hard on the project with me for the past you know three years. And uh, recently their dad, uh, mom and dad, Steve and Lara, they got stationed out here in San okay. Diego. So I'm super bummed that they they're, left. But yeah. it's cool getting to hang out with them now. And Hell yeah, you know, they're definitely gonna they're gonna be back for the grand opening. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um but uh yeah, I just kind of got it started out of necessity and then when I started teaching skate camp and seeing all these kids that basically were just like I was when, when I was their age. Yeah um i think that was kind of the inspiration for for what it has evolved into Mm -hmm. and um you know our our mission is to inspire and empower the next generation yeah yeah. and um to basically take you know a a project like this like a a, you know the skate park and and use it as a kind of a learning opportunity to uh you know to teach them about working with their their local government yeah um and, uh, you know, these guys have been doing car washes and they'll go door to door. Dude, that's uh, awesome, dude. Uh, um, you know, a couple other kids on the on the team have um, the past three years, I guess. And, you know, in lieu of getting any birthday gifts from their friends, they ask for donations for this, dude, you know, for this game awesome. park. So, so, so you know,
0: so they'll so make, a,
6: make a couple hundred bucks. That yeah. is just, <laughs> it's just kind of a drop in the bucket because, you know, the... Uh, it's you know it's an, an expensive project yeah, but it yeah. means so
0: much yeah and um so you're basically like teaching these young generation kids how to support their skate scene and get a skate park built in their their city right is that what you're like one of your things you're talking yeah, to yeah exactly
6: do? i mean that's that's how it started and now you know i kind of have I've had this epiphany recently that um yeah, if you're on if you're on Facebook if you're watching the news if you're out and about you constantly hear people complaining about this or that yeah. um, you know the the, the government' spending too much money here yeah. or, you know I, I need this fixed in my neighborhood I want this I want that um, yeah. but going through this process of getting funding and and um, a little over half a million is private yeah. and then the rest uh, we had to Fight really hard with City Hall to to, yeah, to get that funding. But I,
0: I, I think I was I was there for one of your um, yeah yeah. yeah you were, that, you it were, was tough, man. I mean, I went up there and um, spoke my mind, and just to hear them argue about yeah this and this and this and this, it's yeah. like, dude, come on, man. Like, who cares about the parking lot? <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. But,
0: uh, but other than that, you're, I, you're doing a great thing for for the skate scene. You I know? think um,
6: I think the kind of the epiphany that we had that I had though was that. Uh, you know, the city has these these budget hearings and these budget workshops. And if you're a citizen, that's your opportunity to go and say, um, you know, my my road, in my neighborhood has potholes or, uh, you know, we, we really need a new soccer field here or, you know, we have this big group. You know, we really want to do a skate park. Nobody shows up to the meetings, but everybody wants to complain. So I think that's kind of the kind of the message that it's starting to evolve into is. Um, you have more power than you think. The kids have way more power than they think. Yeah. Everyone thinks that um, government is this thing that um, you can't play a part in. Yeah. But nobody shows up to the meetings when um, you have the opportunity no. to play the part. No, you that, have the opportunity to go and, to go and uh, speak your mind.
0: No, and and that, so
6: I'd, just to have the chance to sh- you know, show mm-hmm. them that, and they've all spoken at council meetings and good, showed good. up. And um, I attribute a huge part of the, you know, the uh, success that we've had yeah. and getting our project funded to that.
0: Yeah, and and you uh, you, I mean, so what got you to find out the spot? So is it's under a, a, a bridge or a freeway or something like that.
6: Yeah, it's it's a the location is interesting. It's just north of our downtown. Okay. And um, about 40 years ago, uh, which is is funny because. Uh, the first skate park in Pensacola also closed around 40 years ago. And that's really? when, that's when uh, that was the paved wave. Yeah. And that's when that group, those guys really started, you know, kind of pushing for a public skate park. And here yeah. we are for, you know, 40, 40 years, years later, later doing it. getting it, but also 40 years ago, uh, we have, well, Inter- interstate 10, it runs all the way out here, but we have interstate 10 in Pensacola too. And, and so interstate 110, Connects it to our downtown, and and, and just before our downtown, it uh, raises up for about a mile and a half. Uh-huh. So the city has had this plan conceptualized for for years now um, to create this linear park uh, that essentially is going to connect these two neighborhoods to the east and the west that were split yeah. apart 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, and provide a walkable, skatable, active, art-filled corridor leading into our, our downtown and into our waterfront, which, yeah. you know, you've been back recently. You've yeah. seen that that's like... That's beautiful. It's now it's totally different than when, when you were there. Oh, nobody
0: went downtown. Growing it was, up It was now, like ghost town down there. You
6: didn't go downtown and you, and you sure weren't in those uh, nope, those nope. neighborhoods no, to no the you East and West of, of 110, but, um, you know, it's, it's really what we've learned. It was... You know, those were thriving neighborhoods at the time yeah. when they built 110 and, and right through the middle, um, those neighborhoods really started
0: yeah, deteriorating. Yeah. So
6: the, the full linear park is 18 blocks. Our park is going to make up one full city block okay. of that 18 blocks. All and, right. uh, you know, we want to connect those two neighborhoods back together. And yeah just have
0: a great place to skate and and what's the idea like do you have a a, a vision of what the park's gonna look like yeah i know you, yeah, I know you said have, uh, i know something in your um thing you said you're about music venue too stuff like that
6: yeah and that's uh that's actually what why i'm out here right now is uh was meeting with our, our skate park designer up okay. in los angeles uh, yeah. spawn ranch and um so i you know the design we have now i'm i'm proud of we put uh fair amount of thought into but really we needed that design to go out and write these grants and to get funding Mm -hmm. um so now that we're now that we're pretty much funded um we really want to go back through this design with a a fine-tooth comb and and really make it uh an an incredible park uh but yes uh, to answer your question it's it's that's one thing that's going to make our our park uh, a little bit unique is that there's going to be an integrated Amphitheater and stage that are also going to be skatable. You're not you're not going to look at the park and go, uh, wow, that looks like a a skate park. You know, we want it to be a a beautiful city park. That's um, where the lines between where, you know, the the public hangs out and where the skate park is are more blurred. Yeah. So some nice green spaces uh, throughout the park. There's going to be uh, food trucks. There's going to be a walking and jogging path around the Ooh, perimeter. Awesome. There's an existing community garden on the site that's, yeah. that's uh, doing some awesome things. So uh, that's pretty much, I'm yeah. not excited.
0: I'm ready to see this. Yeah. And then do you know when? Do you have an idea when you're going to break ground? Yeah, well, we,
6: uh, we, we just got funded, um, fully funded.
0: Congratulations. Uh, then. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh,
6: 1.25 million dollars and it's you know we started selling t-shirts and hats with these guys oh, dude, that's and that awesome. kind of graduated to uh you know 500 dollars and thousand dollar grants and then yeah. we got a you know and, and
0: you got tony hawk too. foundation too right
6: yeah we got a, a tony hawk uh the top top tony hawk grant in the dude, country congratulations on so, that dude hell yeah uh, so t- uh Tony's gonna be at the the grand opening actually uh adam mills who is the birdhouse team manager mm-hmm. and filmer. He's from Pensacola. See, so there's so many
0: I, people from Pensacola. So I, <laughs> I saw him
6: recently when he was in town and, he, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get the whole team out there for sure. Oh, yeah! Clive Dixon, Jaws, alt Tony, Jaws all those are guys.
0: you got to take Jaws to the most craziest spot. I think 9-11. Take him to 9-11.
6: Jaws <laughs> is probably going to jump off the interstate or something. <laughs> probably will, dude. <laughs> yeah, that guy is nuts. huh?
0: Yeah, he's going to do something crazy. That's ah. awesome. I'm very proud, man. Like, what you're doing for the skate scene in Pensacola, like, that's what, you know, for me growing up, starting in Pensacola from 84 to, to I moved out here, like, like, I don't know, 94, then moved back and forth and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. that's, that's always what missing in Pensacola is, like, a yeah. good, solid skate scene. It sounds like what you're doing. Well,
6: it's, it, that's that's what's ironic is because we've always had that solid skate scene from what, you know. Yeah. But we haven't had a skate park. No,
0: and, and, and people, you know, and They're quit. everywhere. Like, yeah, people, look people around quit. out here,
6: they're, they're <laughs> around every corner, but for some reason- They're like Starbucks the, out uh, here. They, in Pensacola, they did not want a skate park.
0: Oh no, they hated us, I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> yeah,
6: but that's the reason they hated you. Probably it was because <laughs> we didn't
0: have a skate park. Exactly, exactly. But I mean, it's awesome what you're doing. And, and and one thing, what can you tell the viewers out there if they want to get a skate park built in their city? What can you give what good advice can you give these viewers to get a skate park built in their city
6: okay i have uh i have one uh one pro tip and uh i'm looking back there right now and uh so like once we kind of got started got a little bit of momentum started doing this skate camp um some of the some of the parents some of the moms could see that you know I, i was really invested in this and like you know, the kids were going to be a, a big part of it. So I had this group of moms come together, and they were just like an army. And uh, they started calling themselves the, the Momtourage. <laughs>
3: and uh, they would
6: go to bat for me. They would show up to really? events with all these kids, just That's packed awesome. a minivan full. And, you know, you show up to the city council meeting with 75 or 100 people,
0: the city council, meeting, were like,
6: whoa, they're going to they're gonna listen. Yeah, you know, they have no choice but to listen. I, I, think, I think they I'm look lo-
0: like jerks if they don't no, listen. And I think, so. I think I think the one I was at, they were like, wow, I think this is the most people we had our city council meeting. Yeah. I was like, I was like wow, that's pretty yeah. crazy.
6: Um, they said, you know, I I had only a few people show up to some of those budget hearings and budget workshops, and they were saying that's the most people that they've seen at a budget wow. hearing ever and there was maybe 10 people there yeah and you know our city has a 239 million dollar budget that's where you go yeah. if you're you know if you yeah. need if you have a need a big yeah. need nobody goes
0: yeah. it's, it's it's sad you know if people have voices and they want things done it's like you said you just gotta go to those meetings and do that it's not
6: you know i think it's i think it's on the city too because they uh they hold they'll hold those meetings at yeah. 2 p.m on a thursday afternoon or something and they, make do, it, they do
0: it on purpose make it very inconvenient
6: <laughs> for people to come down there and and speak their mind but.
0: yeah and and you gave it there's a clip uh, uh, a little three minute video you yeah tell us a little about that
6: yeah that we're about we to watch. Uh, we recently were awarded a hundred thousand dollar grant from the gannett foundation usa today
0: congratulations and
6: um thank you thank you there were um close to a thousand applicants nationwide uh-huh. and uh, all sorts of projects, not just skate parks. Uh, but we were one of $200,000 grants in the in the nation and it was based on this three minute video that yeah. you guys are about to show, so.
0: Hell yeah, well, let's check this video out real quick. You ready? All right. yeah. yeah. Hell yeah.
5: It just brings everybody together. It's like a bridge. It brings our whole community. It's not just for skateboarders. It's for everybody, you know?
6: My skaters. What we do is overcome obstacles. And it doesn't matter how naturally talented you are. If you want to progress, you gotta put in the work. And you can't fake it. You might take thousands of tries to learn a new trick, and you're gonna take some slams. But the real question is, are you gonna get up and try again? When I was a kid, and our skate park closed, it left us without a place to be. Skating in our city became a crime. Many kids need things to do and places to be and if you treat kids like outcasts and criminals it's likely that they'll become that. Three years ago we set out to change things by spearheading a public skate park in our city. We came together as a group and started to overcome one obstacle at a time. We wrote it down, shared our idea and one door shut We made a new one. When you're working towards a goal, all the obstacles, I think, are actually teaching you how to get where you need to go. The obstacles start to carve the path. They fuel the fire and become a way to transform weaknesses into strengths. And because of that, today, our project truly is more than just a skate park. It's a full city block designed to bring our community together walking paths, an expanded community garden, art, a space for food trucks and live music. It's a bridge between the two neighborhoods the neighborhood that the interstate separated 40 years ago. Not only that, it's the first domino of a larger linear park that will soon connect these two neighborhoods into our downtown. Kind of like in skating, in life, we've got a choice. Will we be blocked by obstacles? Or will we advance through and over them? Sometimes the biggest obstacle is believing. These kids have watched this idea slowly become real and they've been a huge part of it. We failed together and gotten back up time and time again. These kids aren't outcasts or criminals, they're leaders. They're engaged and they now believe in the idea that they can make a real impact in their community and in the lives of others. Your support will allow us to build this skate park and continue inspiring and empowering not just these kids, but generations to come.
4: All
0: right, man. Thanks for coming on, John. Let's check out, uh, coming up next is uh, G.J. Martin. Let's check this out. DJ
5: Martin, what's up? Welcome to the show, dude. Thanks for having me. How you doing, dude? Good, good. Glad to be here.
0: How's your day going?
5: It's going good, man. Just out here skating, steep calves in the house. Yeah. Cruising. Hell yeah, it's a good day to do it here in sunny San Diego, man. Yep. Beautiful weather. It's not too hot. I mean, it's snowing back home where you live, ain't it? Hey, yeah. There's like two feet of snow on the ground right now. So (laughs) being in a t-shirt is such a blessing. Oh, I know, dude. Well, let's get to it, dude. What's What got you into skateboarding? Uh, you know, I've only, it's always been like that toy that you've had. Like, I had a bike. I had rollerblades. I had a basketball, football. You always had it. So I always was, like, skating. And then, you know, I started getting more serious about it as I get older. I had a couple older cousins that skated, and I'd go skate with them. And then... Uh, I moved into like another town and when I moved into the other town like every kid on the street was skating at the time. Yeah, so I right. was like just getting into it and moved into the right environment. And yeah. from then on I quit football and it was on from there and yeah, yeah so yeah, it's been what fifteen years? 15 not, years? Yeah, I'm not gonna stop uh, now. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Do you remember
0: your first board?
5: Uh yeah, I actually I have a photo of me. I was like three years old with my first board and it was like just some Walmart complete plastic trucks. And that's how I remember it. My neighbor made fun of me because I had plastic trucks. And I remember like, oh, I wanted me- like the metal trucks yeah. and the real boards. So like that desire to have the right stuff was yeah. like always there. Yeah.
0: And, and you grew up wearing. in? Where at in PA?
5: Uh, so I'm like 60 miles west of Philadelphia in okay. like a little town called Ephrata. Oh, Ephrata, okay. Yeah, Ephrata, Pennsylvania. What, what was
0: it like skateboarding there?
5: Uh, lots of parking lots.
0: Lots of parking lots, Yeah,
5: huh? uh, Stairs to jump down. We yeah. never had like any good skate parks to, uh, here and there. So like I didn't get to skate a lot of transition growing up. yeah, and, yeah. That kind of stuff. So definitely in the streets. So you're more street skaters. Jumping man. off loading docks and downstairs yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> That's off the best roofs. Day, dude. Anything you can get your hands oh, yeah. on. You and know? did
0: you skate Philadelphia when you were younger? Or? Yeah, I got to skate Philly
5: a few times. Made it to Love Park. How was that? Yeah, dude? That, How was, was that experience. That was, it was a trip, man. You know, I was I was a little young, so I was I couldn't really get to skate it. But grinding the ledges and just being there and yeah. like knowing the history that went down, it was surreal. Just looking around, oh, yeah, knowing you
0: and and you did you ride for a shop out in PA or anything like that? Or? Uh,
5: no, not really. No. Yeah. Um, I, my homie had a board company that he did, Strength Skateboards. I did Strength Skateboards. Oh, Strength. Yeah, yeah, I know those yeah. dudes. Dude. Yep, yep, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You guys know each other, so yeah, BFG. BFG, BFG
0: shout out BFG. BFG school man. <laughs> yeah.
5: So yeah, that was definitely. I was probably, thirteen, fourteen. He was giving me boards. How, how was how did it feel to get your first board? Hey, that was that was such a trip. He said, like, "Hey, come down to my house. I got something for you." And his trunk was full of skateboards, and he gave me like three of them. And, and you're like, "This what?" The skate home was so exhilarating, full <laughs> mash, a handful of boards. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. awesome,
0: dude. Yeah, it was and and good. then, when did you make your transfer out here to California?
5: Uh, so I graduated high school. I got a job, and that lasted about six months before I like lost it and had yeah. to come out. It was like November, so I was starting to get cold back there around yeah. this time. So yeah I had to get out into the sunshine get it yeah. you know i just there's nothing in Pennsylvania for me, no, so i had to no. had to move on bigger yeah, better things and and how you like it out here so far oh, it's so good it's it's too much man it's like when do you get it? it's like come to a deli and do the <laughs> skate park in the parking lot yeah. and yeah it's cool like i I, right now, I live, like, right next to the new Linda Vista Skate Park. How so is that park? Um, t- it's amazing, man. It's out of my childhood dreams, <laughs> you know. It's like, yeah, so getting to skate that every day and yeah. knowing it's not going to snow or rain or it's going to be <laughs> sunny, it's so cool. You wake like, up and you're like, dude, okay, it's sunny. Yep, get to go. It's motivating. And, and you,
0: so you skate the street back in PA and then coming out to California and now you're skating parks. How did that transition? work
5: for you I'm still transitioning into so the transition Really? yeah it's cool like I, I like to now that it's in my backyard if I'm not skating it all the time what's it there for you know yeah. so I try to try to get in the bowls more and still definitely beginner you see like 12 year olds doing 540s and it's, it's so insane, like dude. yeah so it's motivating you can see it's doable so yeah it's cool to enter that world of skateboarding kind of start over and learn how to kick turn again and, and you have sponsors <laughs> out here too or what uh yeah yeah i got a few things going out here uh tyrone with the uh, scarred skateboards okay and then we're getting that up and going that's gonna be coming soon We'll be yeah. hitting the streets um arrived for mark Trick grip um okay. bearings uh roughneck hardware uh smoked honey shout out on the plug oh yeah you gotta get that hook up on that one (laughs) yeah gotta keep the medicine rolling (laughs) yeah and uh yeah slick bricks shout (laughs) out can't let the ledges stay. no 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 definitely you need you need to wax the curves yeah exactly yeah hell yeah and
0: so i mean you're you're doing great i mean your skateboarding is amazing i mean you're 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 putting yourself name out here I mean, did you expect to be what you're doing now? Back back when you were, like, 13 years old, when you first started skateboarding, to what you are now, Yeah,
5: it's, it's all a trip, man. It, like, moving out to California, I didn't think to come out here and skateboard. Like, that's not why I came. It was just Pennsylvania was done. There was nothing yeah. there for me. I had to get out of there. It was a small town. Yeah, yeah, so coming here, obviously, the first thing I do is get a skateboard and go to a skate park. Yeah. So it's kind of just been that ever since, you know? It's all just... Get bored, go skate, yeah, you know, so. And,
0: and you've seen all these, you know, what's your, what's your feeling about having, like, seeing videos, filming the street, and then all of a sudden throwing on social media? What's your fi- feeling about that? Like, how do you feel about that?
5: You know, like, see, when I was young, we, I remember when YouTube first started, and you could put your video part on YouTube, and that was, like, not throwing it away, but that's not, like, the main media source you wanted your stuff on, it was just yeah. YouTube. So now it's kind of like that feeling again with Instagram, like, oh, that's just for Instagram, you know? So it's cool. You get that, like, if you're trying a trick and you know how hard it is and how much work you put into it, you're not going to want to just put it on Instagram. You want to like save that and keep that and make that into a video part and woo. Slick bricks. Woo. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Look
0: yeah. at that. Slick bricks right here. Don't dude. let your ledge slick. Make stick. sure you get your shop asis right here. Yeah, slick bricks.
5: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. It's, it's all love lost track with us. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good, man. It's all good.
0: Yeah. And and like, I mean, like, skateboarding is becoming Olympics. How do you feel
5: about that? And you know, that's that's something cool too. It's like, it's kind of i feel like it's always been mainstream since at least i've started we've always had the gatorade free flow and yeah. mcdonald's was had their team back in the day and yeah. pepsi skateboarding so skateboarding's always went up and down and right now it's on the rise and it's about to be in the olympics which is as big as it's been yeah so it's cool uh, like i don't know i think it's it's bringing a lot of people and money into skateboarding which is like if we're at this high rise, like bring it all in. As much as we can get, the better, right? So, yeah, I think it's all love. I kind of support it. That's awesome. You're never going to kill core street skateboarding. Kids who love it are going to keep doing it, whether it's in the Olympics or
0: not, so. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, (laughs) that's Elwood right there. Elwood! Elwood, here, you want a treat? Come here. Come here, Bubba. Come on. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's Elwood. Come on around.
5: Yeah, go around. Come on around,
0: buddy. Look <laughs> him run. Look him run. He has to get his little beat. Yeah. There you go, big boy. Yeah. But, I mean, so, I mean, with skateboarding is changing and stuff like that, I mean, you've seen it, like, from 13 to now. So, I mean, how do you feel about that? Right, so. With progression and stuff.
5: It's, yeah, It's it's cool. Like, when I started, you know, like, I was probably – Maybe in middle school, even high school when Danny Wei was jumping the Great Wall of China. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still young and it's still like I feel like I haven't been there since the beginning. So it's always, you know, Bastion Salabanzi was kicked front boarding sixteens at yeah. fourteen when I was ten, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's always been at that super high level so it's cool that now with instagram you get to follow who you want it's not like just magazines that you have to look at like you get to see what your friends are doing and what everybody else is doing Uh so like the outlet for skateboarding is much broader which is cool like you get you don't have to just look at the gnarliest tricks and be like oh okay like (laughs) you know you get to watch what your friends are doing and feed off that and you know so it's so it's cool you know but yeah, I love Nigel's new part, man. Oh, that, that part's you know, insane, you, can't, dude. you can't not yeah. great skateboarding. Oh, man, so. That part's insane. So, definitely. yeah, it's cool. Everything's here and so, so abundant. Who's your, who's your top five
0: top skaters? Like your top favorite skaters?
5: Top skaters, man.
0: You got five now.
5: Yeah, five. So, wow. Um, definitely like my first favorite pro skateboarder is Ronnie Mullen. Back in the Tony Hawk pro skater game days, like, Watching him do tricks that just didn't even have a name. You didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't even, you're just, it's like fascinating. So like yeah. definitely Ronnie Mullen, you got to give him number one spot for yeah. sure. But the, yeah, it's like, it's cool. Everybody, a lot of people, different people bring different things into skateboarding. So it's like, always looked up to Tommy Sandoval. Oh dude, he's, so, such, a, he's such a beast, man. So down to earth and such a normal mm-hmm. human so gnarly uh-huh. he's like one of the gnarliest people on earth you know in yeah. my eyes so, so yeah, yes like i mean his, his front side flips like <laughs> yeah just yeah having like a trick that you can do that well down anything oh must be brad you know he's insane. <laughs> it's cool yeah so definitely tommy's up there Ah, uh, i mean Tyrone, he's 42, going on yeah. 43. Like, just killing it, throwing himself down yeah, the big stuff. Yeah, still doing those going, long rails you know, I'm, Yeah, I'm young, I'm trying to keep I mean, up how, with him, I mean, think so. The, well, think
0: about this, you're skating with Tommy, you're skating with T-Bone, but what's it like, dude? Like, those are your, like, guys you look up to. It's definitely a different. What, were you, like, nervous when you first stayed with them?
5: I mean, yeah, definitely. Fan out a little bit? Right, you <laughs> kind of don't want to say anything stupid. <laughs> you want to, like, just kind of keep it to the skateboarding. And, I have a hard time when I'm out with them to, like, not enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. So, when I'm out there, it's, like, you know, it's surreal. I'm, like, kind of just dreaming. It's, like, yeah. so, ri- like, couldn't have told my 12-year-old self that I'd be skating with them, these yeah. people, you know. Yeah. So.
0: And doing what you're doing, you know. Yeah,
5: exactly. So, I'm thankful, man. It's so cool. Like, yeah. So, who? So who's your last two? Last two, man. <laughs> Steve Capp, shout out. Yep, you gotta yep, give it, it to the legends. Yep. Yeah, right He's now, legend, yeah. You gotta be most stoked. And huh. I mean anyway, let's give it to him. He's jumping man, 360 man. in the Great Wall B- of China. Ironic, Bionic
0: man right yeah, there. Like, yeah. Like broken every bone in his body and still killing it. Dude. Yeah,
5: the only way to, for him to get better is to make bigger ramps. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's yeah. That's I don't definitely know.
0: true, man. Yeah. Well you, you get you gave us a video. Well tell us about this video you dropped for us.
5: Yeah, so uh, it's for the Washed Up Warriors Volume 8 video.
0: And y'all had a premiere for that?
5: Yep, yeah, we had a premiere. It was down at Arts and Rec. How we was skated, that premiere? Skated the mini ramp, drank some beer. Hell yeah, A bunch of people. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: and about this part, so was there anything special about this part?
5: Uh, we need to look just, keep our eyes out for? Just fun times out skating with the boys, man. It's, I feel like this part captured that really well. It's a yeah. fun part. Like, to go back and watch, I'm not it's like hard to critique it for myself and that's rare usually on my hardest critic you know what i mean so i yeah i enjoy the parts fun watch and i was working on a few different things at the same time and those will be coming out the slappies video and i got a couple other things under the belt coming so well we'll, let's check this shit out dude you ready yeah yeah let's check this video out Mid tribe line hunger spell. <laughs> and I can't even speak. Are you getting-
0: All right, DJ, you ready to what? Check out Cali Conscious, yeah. Let's hell yeah, check, we'll check, check these guys out, up. dude. Well, thanks for coming out, <laughs> hey, brother. Man, thanks for having me. This hell yeah, blast. man. Definitely, yeah. definitely, hell yeah. Let's welcome, Tyrone Olson, owner of Scar Skateboards. How you doing, dude? I'm good. Oh, and we got David Frey over here. How you doing, dude? Hey, good to see you. you again. Welcome, dude. How- well, thank How- you. So you I heard you had a long night last night, huh? Long night. I got a new job. Congratulations on that, dude. Thanks. 1 a.m. to
7: 8 30.
0: Well, thank you You're for making that. 24 the show.
7: hour dispensary.
0: I feel you, man.
7: So
0: I don't feel you on that end, but I feel you like Yeah. That's well, not so I'm pretty long. tired. I know. But let's get this thing started, dude. Cool. So, how would you get into skateboarding? How did I get into skateboarding?
7: Well, in Madison, Wisconsin, back in probably 85, I had a Pete Kualhara freestyle bike. <laughs> and I was down at these slam walls, these That's banks. I uh-huh. And I saw these, it's a college town, UW Badger, yeah, yeah. University of Wisconsin. So, dude was skating the bank, and I said, can I try that board? And it just, I swear, like a lightning bolt, like, you're skateboarding? <laughs> and I, like... Literally traded my $300 Kua bike uh-huh. for that town and country board uh-huh. for like a week. And I got home, I was like, where's that bike? I was like, I'll get it. She's like, you gotta get that goddamn bike back. I was like, I want a skateboard now. Yeah, so, and if you know Tyrone's mom, you know she was pissed. You know, you know his mom. You know, she wasn't so happy about that. That's how I bad. got started.
0: Yeah.
7: And then, yeah. Uh, and,
0: and, and then you just started off with that? Like, what was your first sponsors? Was it, was it mostly out in Wisconsin got, or was it here? Wisconsin. Okay.
7: '85. um I rode for a California Connection skate shop. Okay. Uh, this guy named Dan Marsden owned it. Actually, it was me, Dave Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Sean Cliver was on there for a moment before he went to Cali. Okay. My cousin and a couple older, other guys. Um, we did a demo in my middle school. Yeah. Did some demos like street fairs How was and that? stuff like that. It was cool. Let's go with like a long tram days. <laughs> they let me go home early. I broke my board doing like a three sixty off it. I had a rob rob stop. I remember I broke it. Yeah, yeah. And then I, they let me go home early, and I went to the shop and gave me a new board.
3: <laughs> so right. yeah, I was
7: like, first, I don't know, like having a
0: show on a skateboard, like yeah. sixth grade. Damn, So they're just like, hey, just go home, don't worry about it. Yeah, because I did board. a show or whatever. Like hell yeah, dude. And then that, that's what that's what started your skateboard career. Like, basically, well, that's, yeah, how, that's why
7: I, I just fell in love with skateboarding. Yeah. And I just pretty much dropped baseball, football, everything I did at sports. Oh, you play baseball? I didn't know you played baseball. Yeah,
0: I played baseball. <laughs> pretty good.
7: I made it to All-Stars.
3: What?
7: <laughs> <laughs> i pitcher. Lefty pitcher, man. Striking fools out. Man,
0: that's awesome, dude.
7: That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, that happens in the spring. I remember the coach called, he was like, you ready to play again? I'm like, it's nice out. I'm going skateboarding. (laughs) He's like, come on, man, come meet me at the field. I'm like, ah, I think I'm going downtown Madison.
3: (laughs) He was
0: probably pissed about that, huh?
7: Yeah, I couldn't hear in his voice that he's like, lost a good, you know, somebody could play. Were you the
0: only mixed kid on the team?
7: I, um, probably, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He lost his black dude. That's
0: sad. He's like, oh, shit. Probably. I don't really <laughs> remember. And, and when did you come out here? When did you start coming out? I moved out here in 94. 94? Okay. Yeah. And that's right when San Diego started, like, getting huge yeah. out here, you know?
7: Yeah, it was not that many buildings downtown. It was like five buildings. The rest uh-huh. were like warehouse and uh-huh. port plaza. Yeah, yeah. The rest was just tore down warehouses.
0: And then did you like, the, did like what everybody did, backpack on and on, just came out of to California? I was the
7: first of, one to come out here with the man. crew.
3: Uh-huh.
7: Um, I got up, I got like a thousand bucks. And I, my cousin was living in Hollywood, and his friend was going to go to live with him there. And I jumped in the van, and I dropped me off downtown San Diego. And you're was like, hey, I'm going to make here. it happen. And my mom was like, where are you at? I'm like, San Diego. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she like flew out. Got a whole like a $300 hotel, okay. 300 bucks a month. Wow, and, you know, a room somewhere to put a key <laughs> in and sleep outside. She didn't want get to sleep on the streets. And or then I there? went to, back to continuation school, uh-huh. got my diploma at this place down in Market Street. Oh,
0: congratulations on it,
7: dude. And then, yeah, um, then I got sponsored by but who was who's
0: your first sponsors out here.
7: First Her sponsor was Evil. How was that? Evil Skateboard. Cool, <laughs> it was a blessing. Did the uh, three three song part for the still life what? first pro part
0: oh yeah dude. I don't
7: know well, what was it YZ or AZ YZ? two AZ songs yeah two and, AZ uh, songs
0: Jesus.
1: what
7: was two the first songs. one Public Enemy
0: yeah. yeah yeah that was a long one that Public long Enemy one. Yeah. yeah 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 definitely and then you know, then after that what was your do you have another sponsor oh, so, uh that? then we
7: had evil shoes evil skateboards evil snowboards <laughs> I remember I was like, it's too much damn evil. Did, 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 you get all the, did you get all the evil
0: stuff? Did you get, like, uh, Yeah, I got all that shit. You got snowboards. I got a snowboard. <laughs> yeah. You, you well, also those on the side? <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
7: yeah. I was pretty much, I was taken care of pretty well, so I oh, didn't right. really have to hustle anything on the side. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah. Um And then, then you wrote for Osiris. How did that start up?
7: <laughs> well, they had evil shoes, evil skateboards, evil snowboards. And I remember just being like, let's change that. Let's change the name to something else. Yeah. So we, Reed and I, and I don't know who else was there, but we we're just coming up with thoughts. I think Reed was like, "Osiris." Oh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, let's run with it. Run yeah. with it. You know, <laughs> sounds good. You're my homie. Fuck
0: it." Hell yeah.
7: Those are the Wu Tang days. Those you the know what I mean? Days. Those yeah. are the days of yeah. Wu
0: Tang and, yep. and all dirty bastard and all that. Yep. Yeah. Was, how how was it? So it's telling you good stories to tell about Osiris. Good stories
7: to tell about Osiris. Yeah, yeah. being on
0: tour and stuff like uh, that. We toured
7: all over Europe, all over Canada. <laughs> Went to Japan, I've been to Australia. New York and back. Yeah, we did a US tour. Okay. Um,
0: any, any big bus Any, any good, any, any bus good tour? uh, tourist stories?
7: Like um, Reed
0: and Smolik and Well, we took
7: guys? a, one of the crazy ones, we had two 18-seater mm-hmm. bands pulling two U-Hauls with ramps in them. Oh, from here to oh, Maine. Oh, so every skate shop we stopped at, we pull the ramps out. Okay. Like this and shred. Yeah. And then at night, had like Sugar, a couple friends perform. Constructing mm-hmm. Ruckus. So, oh, Shaq. You know Sugar Bear. You yeah, know Sugar you Bear know Shug, nice. but, Um, Tara knows Sugar.
0: So yeah, I mean, it was wild, fun times. Hell yeah, dude. And then, then uh, then after Evil, what'd you do after that? Uh, arcade.
7: We changed it okay, to Arcade okay, skateboards. Okay. okay. And Jason Rogers was the team manager.
0: and yeah. Gumbo video. And then we had, yeah. they made the gumbo video. I, that video was sick,
7: dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Of, like, that, we had like that, that porn box. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) GHS,
3: exactly.
0: Big old box. (laughs) That's good. And then after that, you did. What did you do after that? Anything else or any other sponsors? Germ skateboards. Yeah, I did
7: Germ. Germ skateboards. Okay. After they booted me from Osiris, I decided to start something up, and we made a get dirty video. Okay. That was that was going pretty well. And then just just uh, issues, money issues and shit. So just
0: you were just like I'm out of here just, yeah just
7: forget it and I went to culinary school you went back to Wisconsin right I went to culinary school and I moved to Utah for Utah. a while where my daughter's at okay well yeah
0: that's about the time you had your daughter you didn't know.
7: not yeah, know like, there was a lot of things going on at that time yeah
0: yeah yeah
7: all at once so I moved to Utah worked at a ski resort cooking up there okay. snowboarding kicking it ran it up like met Adam Diet I mean yeah Adam Diet out there and Lizard yeah, yeah. King and skated with those guys out there okay. and then uh, just I don't know I just went back to Wisconsin after that yeah. mission.
0: What did you do? What did you do? Uh, culinary school, stuff like that? Not culinary school, but you did catering. I, like I did uh, catering
7: back yeah. in Wisconsin. I had the center plate catering company. Really? Yeah, for like eight years. And did then that.
0: you ran your, you had rode for companies too in No, Wisconsin?
7: I didn't. Uh, well, kind of. Struggle skateboards. I don't know if you remember Struggle yeah, skateboard. Yeah, I remember Struggle. Ruben. Ru- uh, And then his brother Diego. Now Diego's
0: like one of the biggest dudes in the world.
7: Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I remember he was a little kid. I was on Struggle, they asked me to ride for him, but they're like sending me two boards a month and living in Wisconsin with the rough ground. That's (laughs) That's like one weekend. Your yeah. boards are done. I was like, dude. He's like, I can't say no more. I'm like, I just go to shop. You like, you know, you do one trick chip board. I mean, yeah. You know, ground smoke. <laughs> so it
0: so just what?
7: didn't work out. I don't know. It was kind of cool, but.
0: And then, then you came back to San Diego, and you did a bunch of other things. Like you wrote from other companies too, and then now you did some stuff. Washed up warriors dropped some videos.
7: Yeah, the Wu Crew video. Okay. The washed up Wu Crew video. We just did mm-hmm. that volume eight. Tell me about that. You had a premiere for that. We How had was that? a video premiere just at um, where was that video Logan. Oh yeah, Logan at okay. the Arts and Rec. Yeah. Um, was good. a pretty good turnout. Every year we dro- I drop a video. I, you know, I bought my own camera gear and mm-hmm. laptop. And, you know, Final Cut Ten.
0: Yeah. I was
7: pretty much tired of waiting for somebody to film. <laughs> That's the worst.
0: Or, You know, it's you're so, sitting there waiting on the clips. Like, hey, I need or, the clips. Oh yeah,
7: if you want your footage, it's taking forever to get. Or yeah, yeah. You. Skating's like art. You know, you feel like you want to draw something. Mm-hmm. You have that urge. You want to go do it. And I'm like, oh, let I me mean, wait around. By the time they show up, you're like, over it. Yeah. You want, you know, right, I got this idea. Let's go. You yeah. can handle business. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I like it. It took a while to get it down. I'm not a champ at it, but it's fun. Oh, dude, your edits you know? are great, dude. I oh, love the videos, man.
0: I, I saw I saw, I saw saw um, number eight, dude. That was yes. good, dude. Yes. 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 I mean, all you guys killed. I mean, being 43, dude, like, how do you do it? Like, jumping down stuff, man. Like Forty-three. That's insane, dude. Like, I, I mean, it. you're you're doing like big ass rails, and the, dude, that's mad props, man. Like, I mean, is, is there a secret you do? I mean, something? I know, I know you love the hot tub.
1: I know yeah. the hot tub's your <laughs> <their laughs> thing, dude. You, yeah. you do your bubble
0: bath. Ah, that's saw a bad. The <laughs> tub. Yeah. Yeah. I know you Where love your hot at. tub, man. <laughs> um,
7: I don't know. I just, I guess I just keep just don't stop skating, uh-huh. before you like, start having slack or feeling wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep up with it. I think everything just you know you don't lose nothing.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. I
7: stopped a few days because of work or something. I get it on my board. I'm like, what, man? at all. <laughs> Let me circle around for a minute. <laughs> Let me cruise around this park for a minute. <laughs> like everything <I> all <laughs> weird. Like, dude, this is not right. Okay, Skate more. <laughs> well, so
0: you, you don't preserve your body, huh? You don't freeze your body a little bit nah. or anything like that.
7: Just eat right. Eat right. I guess get
0: some breath. Get, get some weed. Get some weed. Get stuff some weed. Away. There you fucking go. This is some Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Sleep. So tell me about a little about this company you started, Scar Skateboards.
7: Started Scarred Skateboards, yep. I started that. Um, my cousins are really good artists. Okay. They're um, I mean, they're like, you can't get them apart. Mm. They've been drawing and doing graffiti for years. Okay. So I decided to, you know, get their artwork out, get them on the boards, and we'll make something happen with my fam.
3: Yeah.
7: So things are looking good. We just got the transfers in. Got right. three different graphics coming out. And a lot more coming soon. And just keep doing what I love, you know?
0: Yeah. And when, when will we see the boards hit the streets?
7: You'll see them in, like, a month. A month? A Ooh. month. They'll be in the streets.
0: So you hear that skate shots, man. Yeah, they'll hit be up, in the streets in a hit, month. Hit, Start hit, hit skateboards. Hit up Tyrone Olson, a balloon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So, yes. so I heard about this story, how you met your girl. How, tell me about this story.
7: Uh, my girl, Tara? Yeah.
0: Well, we dated. your other girl. Well we <laughs> Oh, sorry about that me get y'all. <laughs> no, nah, it's just silly
7: because I'm trying oh, to speak God. and that extra shit. But um no, we dated when I first got on Osiris and I was like drawing the picture of a shoe on a piece of paper.
3: Uh-huh.
7: And then just we separated because I was traveling a lot, shoot school.
3: Uh-huh.
7: But then yeah, we got back together what, six years ago? I went to the right place at the right time and I saw my baby. (laughs) So yeah, everything's been good.
0: And and she still has the, the drawing and everything?
7: No, but she had one of my business cards.
0: No way. Aww. Aww. She did. Me five o 0 on that ledge at UCSD,
7: the gap out. The yeah, ledge. yeah. top 20 front side so frontside flipped over. Yeah. It was like a sequence.
0: And she still shows it to you every time,
7: huh? <laughs> well, she busted out. She's like, I saw your card. I'm like, what the
0: hell? <laughs> a little skateboard Romeo cool. and Juliet, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Oh, T-Bone. Thanks for being on the show, brother. All
7: right, thank
0: you, man. Thank you, man. David, thank you for the on. Love you honor, guys. Hey, make sure you guys pick I up let my
7: ribs heel. I got smoked the other day. <laughs> so I'll be off my board for like a Carl, month. Carl,
4: shout
0: out Carl. we got a very special guest, Steve Caballero. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How's your day going? Uh,
1: it's starting out slow. A little know, tired from last night. Yeah, I know good. you had an <laughs> art show,
0: you had this muse band, you had everything going on, huh?
1: Yeah, I kind of triple-booked myself yesterday, uh, but I was able to pull it off. Well, before, yeah. we,
0: before we started the conversation, I got you something. Uh, it's a way of saying happy 40th <laughs> anniversary of Peralta, man. Thanks, a little, man. A little, uh, little card that everybody signed right, and, uh, for you and stuff like that and everything. So, for everything you've done oh, for sweet. skateboarding, thank you, dude. Spider-Man. I knew you liked that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, Let's so everybody
0: it. that came here to the show all oh, signed cool. it for you and everything. Thank you. Oh,
1: man. yeah. No problem. Thank you, man. Thank you. So let's get to it. So what got you into skateboarding? Um, I wasn't a very good BMX rider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really wanted to race BMX, you uh-huh. know, and I went to one race, and I've always been pretty short for my age, so I noticed that the guys were, like, two feet taller than me that I was racing against. Yeah. So I did one race, and I just kind of – was wise enough to be like okay this is not going to work for me because everyone's a lot faster and uh you know i've always been kind of super competitive you know and if you're gonna if you're going to be in a race or be in a contest you go to win you know uh, or why why even bother entering um so i learned at a real young age that 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 the bmx racing thing wasn't going to work and you know i was a huge fan of evil knievel you know and uh Coming from a family that wasn't really into motorcycles, uh, a BMX bike was kind of the next thing to try to make it look like a motorcycle. And yeah. we used to do the thing where you put the cards in the spokes to make it sound like a motor, and then like have these little plastic fake tanks and look, look like a gas tank. So I tried everything to look like make my BMX bike look at it yeah. look like a motorcycle, and um, you know that didn't really pan out. So uh, a friend of mine had a couple skateboards um at his house that I used to try to you know uh race with and ride BMX yeah. and um he had a couple mm-hmm. ramps and stuff so um after trying his ramps and and uh you know kind of feeling like this this is kind of like more my style you know yeah, yeah. something that and it's still you know skateboarding was tr- was challenging as well mm-hmm. and you know at the at the time I was around 12 years old and you know, going to the supermarket, getting Slurpees, candy, uh, reading magazines, what, what like skateboard favorite, magazines. What was your favorite Slurpee? Oh, uh, probably like blueberry or cherry. Uh, did you, you mix know? it? Did you do the
0: Suicide oh, Slurpee? Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs>
1: um, but like, you know, when I'd go in there, I'd go in the magazine rack and uh-huh. I'd see Skateboarder Magazine. I'd see Monster Magazine. Um, and the Skateboarder Magazine, I'd, I'd look through and I'd see that these guys were building their little ramps and stuff. and. Yeah uh socal was having these little skate parks being built you know in, yeah. the, in the late 70s uh so that kind of caught my eye and um, so i got my i got my parents to buy me a skateboard and and you know and just started to learn how to how to roll down the driveway i mean you know i've been skating since uh boards were like with steel wheels clay wheels i yeah. mean i went through that whole transition even though i was, I was kind of a late comer
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and the urethane wheel was already out i mean i started off on a, on a skateboard with steel wheels
0: yeah so, my, so my, my, i remember my parents i mean my they were from the 60s and 50s and they had like old skateboards with the
1: steel wheels and, stuff. and i think they still have them at their house yeah i have a huge collection of that stuff <laughs> so it's it's cool you know so i went that through that whole transition of like equipment you know getting better equipment until i got like urethane wheels i mean i i had uh wheels where the the ball bearings would fall out. Oh, you know, like yeah. you had to tighten the nut. If it wasn't all the way tight, the, the ball bearings would fall out and then I have to go there and like pick them up, you know, from the ground and put yeah. them back in the wheel. Um, so I, I started when there was like not very much progression in the sport. <laughs> I mean, pushing down the street, uh, maybe doing a a tail skid and see how long you could skid on your tail for yeah. or just, getting your board and flinging it as far as you can and seeing how far it can fly. And that, that was a trick back in the day. <laughs> you know? fair, so fair. I've seen the progression of skateboarding yeah, I mean, go from nothing to, to what, what it, it is, is now. now. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. That's, that's pretty crazy. Dude. <laughs> Do you remember your first board? Your actual real first
1: skateboard? Um, first got- skateboard was uh, one of those roller skate 10s with the red, with the steel wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I got um, a board that was uh, a GT and it had clay wheels on it. And then like my first real board, uh, I would say real board was a page Freeformer okay. board that I bought at the um, um, the sports store. And it was in a box and it had grip tape on the top, you know, because I yeah. the boards I had didn't have grip tape. And you know, I used to go to the hardware store and yeah. get like this like weather stripping stuff that you put on steps so you wouldn't slip. We'd put those on, that on the top of a, yeah. a deck so we could have our shoes grip. Uh, but a Freeformer board, Um, you know, wood mahogany board with uh, urethane wheels. Um, That was pretty much my first actual skateboard. That's pretty
0: awesome, Yeah. I mean, you've seen, like, how from, I mean, you've been doing it for so long, so you've seen skateboarding from when when you first started to now, so, you mean, you've seen it, like, progress, like, crazy. Big time. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, people doing crazy tricks that you're like, wow, that's insane, you know?
1: Yeah, so I have a a really big, strong appreciation for skateboarding because I've seen it from the beginning, Yeah, you know, and I see where it is now, and I still get the same excitement as when I first picked it up. That's awesome. You know, and I still, it's still challenging as ever. Um, But one of the best things that's happened to me in my life is having kids Mm -hmm. and having a son that's uh, attracted to skateboarding just like I I did. And uh, his name is Caleb. He's 11 years old, and... There was a point where I started him like a really young age, like at five.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So now that he's 11, that he's finally kind of got the bug and got the passion for it. Yeah. And I see it. And it's really cool to enjoy that with him. So that right there brings me a lot of joy. And I think that's my, my biggest accomplishment in skateboarding is yeah. to you know, have a child that actually appreciates the same thing yeah, That does
0: the same thing, like like football, like a dad that plays football. Yeah. He has a, you know, he wanted his son to play football. <laughs> now you got his, your your son wants to play skateboard. That's awesome.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's a parent's goal is to yeah. have your, your your son or your daughter following your footsteps and, you know, um, and just share the same passion. Um, so, I mean, I have a lot of knowledge and wisdom within the industry, so I can kind of prepare him and let him know what, what he's – you know gonna have to look forward to you know and uh hopefully he doesn't make the same mistakes that i do you know um but you know everyone's different everyone you know has to sometimes like figure those mistakes and and things on their own you know uh that's just part of being a parent you know and and the struggles you have with your kids.
0: No, definitely. definitely. I don't have kids. I mean, my kid's are this one right here. I mean, he I seems to,
1: pretty chill. I don't know if he can skate,
0: but you know, he just chills. He seems chill. And and how when like you got on Powell? What year did you get on Powell?
1: Um I got sponsored by Powell Prelta uh, in 1979.
0: And how how did that become? Like, did you like skate a lot of contests? Did you do like we just skate down the street and they were like, hey, we want to sponsor you? Or, um, how did that work out? Well, back
1: in the uh, late 70s. Um, competition was a huge thing mm-hmm. and that's kind of how you got noticed in the industry
3: yeah
1: um and if you know i would see like you know people like skateboarders in the magazines where they knew photographers and they were going out shooting photos like mm-hmm. in backyard pools at banks um but there was a competition element that was a part of it um that helped elevate you and get you noticed
3: yeah
1: um and that's how i got noticed was i started off competing at a local skate park okay which kind of got me on the team. Was that
0: Del Mar? Or? No, this
1: was, I'm a NorCal guy. Oh, NorCal, okay. So I've been born and raised um, in Northern California for like 49 years. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I just moved down south four years ago. Oh, welcome, welcome down south. Yes, thanks. <laughs> so I was a NorCal boy. Okay. <laughs> Sandwiches. Sandwiches. <There> you go. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, so um, a skate park opened up uh, when I first started skating in 76, there were no skate parks in San Jose, in uh-huh. NorCal. And then around 77, 78, mm-hmm. some skate parks um, were built. A Winchester Skate Park, Campbell Skate Park. Yeah. But Campbell Skate Park um, was more fam- family oriented and they were doing a lot of things with families and trying to encourage uh, parents to come out and uh, participate with their kids. So they have competitions every week. Yeah. And the competition that I was joining was trying to make it on the team, mm-hmm. the Campbell skate park team, because if you got on the team, then you got to skate at the skate park for free. Oh, hey, See back like, in the seventies, yeah. all the skate parks were, you had to pay to skate. There was no such thing as a free public skate park yeah. anywhere in the whole world. I mean, skate for free. That's like,
0: that's like giving right there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love skating. And it was, you know, in the seventies, pretty expensive yeah. to skate, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, and the reason why I was attracted to Campbell Skate Park was they were doing this deal where you'd pay $30 a month to skate, mm-hmm. which was like, it was probably like about $2.75 for a two-hour session, Yeah. you know, to skate every day. But um, to, to attract people to their park, you get a month pass for $30, you could skate for the whole month. And I did the math, like, like that's $1 all day. Yeah. So I had my parents uh, buy me uh, memberships there and uh i started skating all the time um started learning tricks um and then i eventually competed uh and Mm -hmm. competed well enough to get on the a team Mm -hmm. which i earned free skate time
3: yeah
1: which free skate time meant go even more and so every day after school i'd take the bus yeah and either my mom would pick me up or she dropped me off I did a lot of bus rides by myself all the way across town to get to the skate park. And uh, I was determined um, to be good at skating, you know? Uh, I just liked the feeling that it gave me. I liked uh, the attention I got from it, you know? Um, And I just liked the fact that uh, I was able to learn how to focus and be passionate about something and progress and and be good at it, you know? And so I kind of found my niche um, of what I wanted to do for my life. Yeah. I mean, I tried baseball, football, soccer, you know, a lot of team school sports, and they just, and none was, of them
0: really clicked for me. And with skateboarding, skateboarding is not a team sport. It's, it's just, we, we, it's our freedom. You know, it's what we love to do. It's our artwork, you know? And, and that's what that's what yeah. a lot of people don't get, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely skateboarding is, is something that you can put in a lot of time and, and, and benefit, you know, from it or, you don't put in a lot of time and, yeah. and not benefit from it. I mean, it's just really, uh, you're your own boss yeah. when it comes to like, um, progressing and, and how much time you put into it. And, um, so there's like no one really telling you or saying, Hey, you need to do this, you do that. You kind of just work out on your own pace, yeah. you know? Um, so that's what I loved about it. Um, but, uh, so getting on the Campbell Skate Park team, we would uh, go around to other parks because mm-hmm. other parks had their own teams. Yeah. And a lot of skate parks were being built in the 70s and we kept winning every competition in every skateboard park. Yeah. Which then we got invited down south down here, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Escondido was having a national championships really? amateur.
0: Yeah, Escondido. That's yeah. Crazy.
1: <laughs> and uh, Steve Cathay from GNS Skateboards and uh, Stacey Peralta mm-hmm. from GNS Skateboards were the head judges. Oh, okay. Um, so that's were, were where you I met Were you
0: nervous when they were up there? Or were you like, um, ca- like very like calm? I was really
1: excited to, to meet those guys because yeah. I read about them and see them in the mag- in Skateboarder Magazine. Uh-huh. Um, but I wasn't nervous competing only because I had competed prior to that Yeah, many times. So I already had that, um, you know, um, the skill and the, and the, and I had the, um, what's the word? Yeah. Um, compassion so word i want that's <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> um i'll get to it but I, I i was very comfortable yeah in a competition uh setting so um
0: you think from being being a bmx uh being a competition bmx and stuff that helped you out a little bit too was well
1: just all those park competitions at campbell geared me up yeah and and you know gave me the uh the practice and and um the ability to to compete and uh yeah Skate in front of people and not be embarrassed or scared. Um,
0: So I remember um, remember my first one. I was nervous. I was like, I'm not doing it again, dude. I'm
1: done. Yeah, man. You can take competition many ways. You know, it can it can be something that deter 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 you from uh, wanting to enter them, Mm -hmm. or or give you this like hype uh, to want to progress and do better at them. And I would always take the high road, and I, it always made me want to be a better skater, you oh, yeah, know? Yeah. Um, I took the more positive route, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so the, the word I wanted was experience. experience. It gave me the experience yeah. uh, to compete. So after the competition, um, I got fifth place in that competition at Escondido. And um, Stacy Peralta approached me and he said, hey, my name's Stacy Peralta. Um, I'm a professional skateboarder. Um, I'm starting this new company with this guy named George I really liked you to be a part of it. Um, and I didn't know anything about it. He's like, it's gonna be called Pal Peralta. And I said, uh, well, I don't know, man. I, maybe I have to ask my parents if I can join your team. <laughs> I didn't know anything about being on a, on a real yeah. skateboard team.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so then uh, he said, well, you know, take your time. I'm gonna be up north where you live uh-huh. and I'm gonna be competing in a pro uh, contest at Winchester Skate Park. Okay. And you can give me your answer there. So I thought about it and asked my parents, they said yes. So when he came up, um, I gave him my answer. I said, yeah, I want to join the team. So that was 1979.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And then how was it like filming Bone Brigade videos? I mean, I remember watching them when I was young. And that's what what got me into skateboarding is, you know, I grew up with, like, Scott Stanton, Zorlak guys, Mm -hmm. and Pete Kelly, you know, and the guy that got me into skateboarding, Arthur Adams, he used to go to his house, VHS tapes and Copies of our Bones Brigade videos and watch them every day. And I mean, that's what I grew up on. Like, how was it filming those videos? Like,
1: um, you know, it was it was pretty unique. It was very um, it was all new to us, actually. Yeah, You right. know, um, it was something that we were kind of trying out ourselves because most of the time, if you saw skateboarding if you wanted to see it in action, it was like sequences in a magazine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really. There was no nothing that you could watch on tv unless yeah. you did like super eight camera filming and you projected it on a projector yeah, yeah. Um, which i did a lot
3: okay. you know back yeah. in the
1: late 70s but it was all new to us um the vhs recorder machine was new um i mean stacy had these huge cameras that the, they filmed the like dinosaur ones yeah yeah with the big recorder <laughs> on yep, the side it was backpack. I mean, he used that. I mean, those were, like, full-on TV station cameras. I bet you his back was like, Oh, it was heavy. I think he had some guy carrying it as well. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, That was the start of filming, Uh you know. uh, So we were experimenting with that, you know, and we would just skate. Just like, you know, we just – there wasn't, like – there wasn't this thing where you, like, try to work on a trick for months and get it, get it on film. Mm-hmm. You just filmed what you did. Yeah. You know, you learned your stuff before and then when you went to that, that day to film. So all the videos back in the day that you watched, yeah. those were all filmed that day, you know. Um, so we didn't, like, take time to, like, work on tricks. And yeah. all the tricks that we did on were filming were things that we knew how to do. It, we never filmed anything we didn't know how to do it was no like wasting time of like yeah okay let's maybe we'll get this today
0: oh wait we'll come back tomorrow yeah, we'll yeah. Come back no next we didn't do that month.
1: <laughs> what you knew at what that time that's what you got and that's that was in the video
0: and you're like oh, okay yeah
1: so it was more like just having fun and just kind of showcasing what we do yeah so basically what you'd see in the magazine we're trying to put it in motion you yeah. know um so stacy was like the leader of that you know yeah. and then Later on, other companies caught on and they started making their own videos as well. And as we produce videos, uh, we try to make them better and better, and the skating got better and better as well. Wow. We try to visit new spots. And um, you know, to the point to where it is now, I mean, it's crazy the technology, how fast it moves. Yeah. And uh, to the phone, like now, now people are filming video parts with their phones. And, and it's on Instagram, like social media. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it when. It, when when magazines were the only source of people knowing about what was going on in skateboarding uh, we were we were in California and where the magazines were based were the leaders and, and producing tricks and, and progressing faster than Europe because the guys in Europe wouldn't get skateboarder magazine until six months later wow. so you imagine what we were doing six months after they would get a skateboarder and be like, and, and, oh and look it,
0: it, it, cool, it a rock
1: and roll <laughs> and we're like we're already on like backside airs and like inverts and stuff and they're like
3: wow rock and roll like
1: sick you know so yeah. you know their progression was a lot slower than yeah. ours um till now i mean you can film something one day and then across the world they can see it in a in a minute or a yeah. second you know so it's, crazy. it's a lot different now you know yeah. and and when i started skating there weren't a lot of tricks invented mm-hmm. you know
0: So I mean, it was like more like carving, lean airs, roast bees, stuff like um,
1: that. Well, I mean, like I said, I started when there was like slowing through cones, uh, freestyle, uh, kick turns Mm -hmm. in pools, maybe trying to get a grind in a pool, carving. I mean, there was no tricks, really. You know, um, I saw like the first frontside airs in Skateboarder Magazine where guys going out of pools. Um, So progression was really slow at that time because... You know, you had to be an innovator. You had to really be creative and think it in your mind before it actually happened. So, you know, um, when it comes to skating progression, um, it's a lot harder to learn tricks that you've never seen before or Mm -hmm. even think that they're possible. Yeah. So that's where I started. You know, so like in 1980, when I had learned every single trick that was invented, um, I'm like, there's nothing there's nothing more that you can do. Yeah. Like I was like, what else can you do on a skateboard? Yeah. Like you had to keep thinking. And, uh, and there's always someone else, you know, thinking above and beyond and, uh, what's already been done. Yeah. So now kids get better quicker because they see things, uh, that people are capable of doing. And mm-hmm. when you see someone that can already do it, it gives you that encouragement. But to, for someone to say like, Hey, I think I'm going to slide this, handrail and no one's ever done it before you're like there's no way you're gonna do that yeah and then like people keep telling you like there's no way you're gonna do it and you almost think like Man, maybe i can't do it yeah you or, know or you're just
0: gonna do it anyways right
1: <laughs> or you see a guy on a video sliding this rail but, and a guy goes like oh it can be done yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do it switch or yeah. i'm gonna do a front side or i'm gonna do a kickflip <laughs> yeah so you know i started where there wasn't that very many tricks so yeah. um you know, progress. I've seen the progression of the sport, like take off from a lot of a lot of real special skaters that have really took skating uh, very seriously and very passionate. That they progressed the sport like yeah. really quickly and helped others to progress. Like Ronnie Mullen, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Uh, the first guy that I followed that helped me. Uh, be passionate about skateboarding and, and show me that there was more to it was Eddie Alguera. Eddie uh,
0: You yeah. know
1: he was a guy that was a way above and beyond everybody in the late 70s. I love his
0: boards too. <laughs> yeah, man, he, his boards were amazing. He was, it was it one of the skater. very
1: first progressive skateboarder. Yeah. That was, you knew every contest he was gonna have a new trick because he would he would mm-hmm. practice like right before that and not show anybody what he was doing, and the next contest would come. I'd look in the magazine. Oh my god, a new trick, and then you'd see the sequence. So all the tricks that I learned when I was an amateur, I looked at sequences Mm -hmm. and then I'd go to the skateboard park and spend all day by myself looking at the sequences and then learning tricks with nobody around. That's awesome. No cameras, no video, nobody. Just, I wanna learn this trick so when the next contest comes around, I can have this trick in my bag. Uh And that's how you're able to like be above and beyond everybody else, you know? That's awesome,
0: that's awesome. And then you have nine covers, right? (laughs) Nine covers. Nine
1: covers for Thrasher magazines. And then, Pretty cool. And then, and then
0: you, got the, you got the very first one for Transworld? First Transworld,
1: yeah. And uh, Mr. Frank Hawk, Tony Hawk's dad, took yeah. that photo. Dude, that's awesome. So when, when are we going to see the 10th one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to call Thrasher about that yeah, one. like, hey, uh, <laughs> 40 is
0: coming up, man. What's up? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll, I'll push that idea on, man. Uh, but yeah, it's been a long time coming. But yeah, I mean, that'd be cool, man. I mean, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Have, like, nine covers, dude. You know, and the first one for Transworld, I mean, that's, that's awesome to do.
1: And Yeah, and, there's been a lot of cool accomplishments in skateboarding, and and, 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 uh, and so I'm very can, proud of it And you
0: have your own pro, sh- like, half calves.
1: How did that all come out about? Like, have um, your own shoe, from Vans,
0: dude. That's awesome, too.
1: <laughs> well, the, the shoe thing kind of came onto me because Vans approached me uh, uh-huh. in 1980s, 1980, 1988. Uh-huh. And they asked me to be on the team. And I, you know, I've been wearing Vans since I first started skating, like 77, yeah. um, but never got asked to be on the team. Yeah. So when we first got sponsored by Powell Peralta, um, Stacey would just give us shoes and that's how we'd get our Vans. And that's how you'd see photos of us with Vans on, yeah. but we were never on the team. And then there was a point in like the mid 80s where Vans wasn't giving shoes anymore and I wasn't getting them from Stacey. So we kind of sourced out. And I'd wear Pumas. I'd wear Converse. Uh, we got some Nike Air Jordans that were given to Stacy. Uh, we, you can see those in the Chin video. Mm-hmm. Um, and I rode the very first Airwalks that yeah. were ever, ever around. And uh, I think Vans started seeing all these pictures of us with different shoes on.
0: They got a little jealous
1: about they, it. <laughs> I think they thought like, oh, you know, our mark. We need some market share back in skateboarding. Yeah. So they got a phone call, um, from Everett Rosecrans and said, Hey, we want you to, uh, ride for Vans. Okay. And we're going to pay you. Like, I'm like,
0: like Hell, wait, yeah. I'm going to get a check
1: from you. <laughs> sign me up.
0: You said sign me up. I'll yeah. we'll get paid. Hell so, yeah.
1: um, I signed on with Vans in 1980, uh, 89. Yeah. 89. Um, and then they approached me, um, um, with a shoe deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was all new as well. No one had a, a signature shoe back then. Yeah. Um, I think. Because you
0: were the second one, first one. Or? Well, I
1: think Nottis had a shoe, but it wasn't in a U.S. company. It was Etney's when okay. they're in France. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's kind of around the same time. Uh, he may have been before me, but that was happening in Europe. You know, it wasn't anything that had. Uh, no one knew about it in yeah, the U.S. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know, there's always a debate, which I'll give it to them, whatever. <laughs> um but I was the first US brand yeah. skateboard, you know, That's shoe. Awesome, dude. And
0: um I mean it's the number one selling shoe for Vans like all cro- cross board, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean it's done pretty well for them, you know. Um so like on 89 when that first uh, Caballero high top shoe came out uh, which was actually kind of based off the yeah. Air Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I was really I, I like that style. Yeah. So kind of had that look. Um, See, I never no- I never noticed that. Yeah, if you look at it, yeah, I'll it's look got at kind of again. the same lines, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, skateboarding dropped big time in 1990 uh, when it came to Bert.
0: Yeah, it was like 90, like early 90s. Yeah, early
1: 90, 91, like no one could care less about. That, that's Bert. when
0: street started.
1: Street skating started uh, coming up and a lot of street skaters were uh, wearing the half uh the full cab. Mm-hmm. And I noticed I went to the skate park one day and I started seeing some of the pros come by and they were cutting them yeah. in half.
0: I, I was one of them. You know? I mean, I wasn't a pro, but I was one of those. Yeah, and they, <laughs> um,
1: they were duct taping them and yep. some of them had stickers to, to uh, hold so the foam wouldn't come out.
0: I used to, I used to uh, bleach mine too. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was really cool. And then uh, some guys even stitched them. And uh-huh. the, some of the early guys I remember was Frank Carada I saw and Chet Thomas. Um, And then some of the SF guys Uh were wearing them like that. So I started cutting my shoes in half and I started duct taping them and and I would say by the second pair or third pair I was like like why am I even doing this like (laughs) like call Vans I'm like um, I think we should make a new shoe and I uh, I see this trend in my shoe people are cutting them down Um, let's cut them in half Mm-hmm. and uh let's make um i was really a fan of the air jordan so the 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 uh the jordan like dunk like yeah, thing so i yeah. want to do kind of like a silhouette of me mm-hmm. doing a, a half cab uh-huh. and i go let's call them half cabs um and let's put that silhouette you yeah. know and they agreed to it and um so in 1992 uh the half cab was was born uh-huh. and it's been uh, a seller awesome. for vans ever since then yeah. For yeah. a long
0: time, I, mean, I still see kids rocking them, and yeah. So, non skaters rocking them too, you know. Yeah, and so like,
1: next year we're going on 30 years. You congratulations know. on that, too. Yeah, thanks, man.
0: I have to get you something <laughs> <laughs> for that one.
1: So, yeah, so next year is like, um, well, actually, and it what that's next year will be 30 years for the full cab, full cab, um, in uh, you know. Three years later, we'll be 30 years for the half.
0: Are you going to do anything special for the full cab? Anything um,
1: I don't know. I still have to talk to Vans about that. you, know? you got to do so something great, we'll something,
0: something BR, something crazy. We'll see. <laughs> and, yeah. you, and you do a lot of art, too, huh? I noticed.
1: Yeah, I've been kind of transitioning. Uh, I mean, I started doing it a lot, like, when I'd get hurt, you know, and I didn't really have anything to do. So I had a lot of downtime, and okay. I'd sit there and, and, and draw a lot um, and, and paint a little bit. But it wasn't until, like, 19 or 2005 um I really wanted to uh get in that scene of that whole skate art culture Mm -hmm. that Gons and Ed Templeton and Lance Mountain and Honest were a part of um so I started doing that art you know and I got a bunch of sketchbooks and and canvases and paintbrushes and just kind of went at it kind of I had the same approach with skating you know just kind of like trying different things different mediums and um So over the years, the the skills have developed, you know, and and, then to now it's like it's gradually gotten a lot better um, over the last few years. And a lot of people have taken notice. And uh, so I've had a lot of opportunities, um, different companies approaching me to to have my art on their products, which turned into like me traveling a lot. So I kind of travel more doing art than I do skating. You know, I've gone last year, I traveled to Japan, China.
0: That's awesome. Brazil
1: and uh, Indonesia yeah. uh, doing art. Yeah, that's
0: awesome to think yeah. that. I mean, like from skateboarding to music to motocross to now you're doing art and traveling with that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah,
1: I mean it's all kind of the same family. I mean, yeah. if you you know, our skateboarding has always had an artistic element to yeah. it. You know, um, with the graphics on the boards. You know, people it's very iconic where you know people would collect boards or get boards because of the graphic, yeah, the art on it. You know, so it um, kind of goes hand in hand, the music, the art, uh, skating. It's just all kind of the same family.
0: And you, know? and you just had an art show um, called Stoked. Well, well, how was that? How was last night? Uh, yeah, how that
1: was that? last night. Um, Who was all in it? Um, well, there it was a it was a, a gentleman named Sky Roller um, from Texas uh, put together this uh, art show called Stoked. Okay. Uh, which had to do with surfing, skating, BMX. Um, and he got a bunch of a group of guys Uh, Tobin Yellen was in it Um, Steve Alba myself
0: some good artists Um,
1: there's a bunch of other different artists Uh Um, and um, it was in Long Beach at a place called Made by Millworks a nice little boutique with a gallery in the back I'd never been there Um, so it was a good turnout and a fun event and it was well um, you know produced you know Uh Um, so I was stoked to be a part of it. And uh, so I try to, you know, I try to do as much as I can in the art world and, and try to go to a bunch of shows and and participate in as much, you know, because one thing kind of leads to another, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, kind of like saying yes, you know, to this interview, you know. Uh, I know I make connections here and there. And and by being, um, participating and being a part of things, it, you never know where it's going to lead to, who you're going to meet, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so I kind of just try to, make myself uh, available, you know, even though I have a really heavy schedule. We
0: appreciate it, you know, being on the show and everything. No, and I, and I try to balance it
1: out, and I got so many um, things to promote that yeah. I try to, like, micromanage, like, okay, now I'm going to post this, and I'm going to be here, because a lot of people follow me on, on social media. Yeah, That's the only way or to know what I'm doing or where yeah. I'm going to be at or um, any kind of special event, so I try to, you know, I manage my whole, my own yeah. account so like i look at every comment um i like every comment so i i let people know that i appreciate them yeah spending the time to do that like i want to be um Interaction, social with, and interact with people yeah. see,
0: that's a great way because people love that you know because because a lot there's a lot of you know not just skaters but like um hollywood stars and stuff that don't interact with their with their you know viewers or their followers or whatever and a lot of people you know are like they get hurt. Not once they get hurt about it, but they get upset about it. Like, oh, this guy don't. Really, I'm not gonna follow this guy anymore because he's not gonna respond to me. You know. But for you're responding to them, that's like a great thing. You know.
1: Well, but it's a it's a job in itself yeah. being social on social media. I mean, it, <clears throat> it takes a lot a lot of time. Yeah. You know, um, to look at your phone and and and, and, and engage with somebody. Yeah. Um, but I try to keep it positive. Um, I try to keep. Uh, you know the negativity down i want yeah. to keep it nice and wholesome and 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 uplifting you know so that's why i have to micromanage it You're doing you know awesome if job. i find anything negative it i delete it yeah uh, if people are super rude they get blocked yeah. i mean i don't ask questions hey, i, I don't have the same time thing too. <laughs> but it took me a while to learn that yeah. you know when all those first social media things came out i mean i would battle with people <laughs> and see,
0: that's the worst thing for they did. <laughs> hours
1: and like I wouldn't get in anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I learned really really quick like it's a waste of time. Oh, no, it is. You know, so you can't you can't argue a point or an opinion. Mm-hmm. People are they have it and they're going to they're going to keep it no matter what. Yep. Especially if you're strong-willed and you're stubborn yeah. like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even go there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, a cool thing happened to me one time is I blocked someone and some guy came to, up to me at a skate park, and he said, "Hey, I just want to let you know that um, I said something rude yeah. on your thing, and you blocked me, and I want to say sorry." Oh, that's. And awesome. I said, "Hey, what, what's your name on, on there?" <laughs> and he told me, and yeah. I looked it up, and I unblocked. That's awesome. But yeah. out of like the hundreds of people that I've blocked, only one <laughs> has come up to me. That's awesome. To know. I mean, it, it takes a lot of courage to yeah. to, to admit a fault, yeah. you know? And the fact that he did that. You know, I forgave him right on the spot and yeah, I said, hey, awesome. you know, you're back, you're back on. That's awesome. You know, and uh, so I don't deal with that stuff, you know. Yeah. So if people get blocked by me and they don't understand why, it's because they said something rude. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't have time for that.
0: No, I agree with you. I'm percent. That's awesome that he came up to you and said that to you. No, you it was know? amazing. You know, because yeah. most people don't even do that. They're just psh, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, and uh, you gotta respect people's homes. You know, my page is my home. Yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of people read it, and even people like that would stick up for me mm-hmm. and get on my side and, and start having arguments with other people. Yeah, I'd erase their comments too. Yeah, you know, because you don't need that gang mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the one thing I don't like mm-hmm. about social media, is it's very gang oriented, and they people attack people. Yeah. Um, the first time I noticed that stuff was YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'd see like a video of like of a kitten playing with something and then you start reading the comments and when you get down to 300 there's these people fighting and cussing at each oh, yeah. other and we're like how did that start from a person a little thing playing with a kitten playing with a little toy <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. how did that start from there all the way down to here
0: i mean i i, I'm, I, I'm, I a steer, I'm a Steelers fan so i'm always reading the comments on their Steelers things and i see it all the time i was like oh i'm done
1: I oh i don't like, go I'm... on the thrasher forum i don't <laughs> go on the <laughs> forum or if, if there is even one i don't go for, on any of those forums yeah. I am in mean, hot rod forums, art forums, anything that people can just be negative, be their negative and say yeah. their opinion, uh, they're, they're terrible, Oh no, they are. They, they people get that. You know?
0: I, I get, I, I, on the comments, I get done out like 10 and I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. I don't yeah, want to so, hear, I don't want to hear about this stuff. You yeah. Know? My,
1: like my page is in an open forum to mm-hmm. post your opinion. Yeah. You know, if you don't like what I do, I mean,
0: yeah. that's fine. Yeah, you can write a message me. <laughs> you can, you know? can write a message or there's the door. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So
1: and then, then people kind of want they have this like image of you and they kind of want you to be a certain way. Yeah. So it's like, you know, can you just stick to skating? I don't want to see food on your page. I don't want to see anything about Christianity or Jesus. Yeah. I don't want to see like motorcycle stuff. Well that's you, know you. What I mean? well, that's you. Yeah. So whatever I post on the Internet is pretty much who I am. Yeah. So if you're going to get all of me. Exactly. So you have to accept all of me or exactly. unfollow.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So.
1: Well, one of, our guy,
0: one of our filmers, Baby Case, went out to the Stokes. So we're going to check out this edit of the Stokes. Awesome, man. Let's check this out.
1: Thanks for coming on, brother. <laughs> Appreciate it. Sorry, I talk
0: so much. No, no, no. You did good, dude. No, it was good. It was a good interview. You did good. Thank you. Thank you. You did good.
3: Hello.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to thank everybody coming out here to True Skateboard Mag Live Show Episode 11. I want to thank Surfside Deli for allowing us have here. Keen Rams, Steve Caballero, DJ Martin. Uh, John shell Tyrone Olson. I want to thank everybody coming out. Check out Cali conscious right here